Oh, warm welcome today. Here's one of my favorite verses. I will bless the person who puts his trust in me. He is like a tree growing near a stream and sending out roots to the water. It is not afraid when hot weather comes because its leaves stay green and has no worries when there's no rain. It keeps on bearing fruit. Jeremiah 17, 7, 8. I love this verse beyond the fact that right now here is very hot and sometimes summers, there's no rain. We're lucky this year. We have lots of rain and our plants are blossoming. But when there is no rain, it's a little tricky. We get, Of course, we have to water them and whatnot. But this idea that we can have roots so deep that we can connect with God and not worry of whatever is happening around us externally. There's truth to it. Spiritual traditions point to that. And also psychological traditions and methodologies are pointing to the same reality. That there's something else inside that we can lean into that will bring us, that will nourish us on a daily basis beyond food, water, shelter, safety, friends, relationships, and whatnot. And I love this because in the Bible, there's several references about this. Christ also talks about the living waters, right? With the Samaritan women, the encounter of the well. And he says, there are living waters that you do not know that if you access them, you'll never thirst, right? That is very interesting. Also, God talks about with his disciples about, I have food that you do not know. And disciples were so disoriented. What, what, where is the food coming from? You're thinking of external, three-dimensional food, so to speak. But there's so many references that there's something else deeper inside. And Christian tradition, they talk about secondary theology versus primary theology. You might have heard me talk about this. Secondary theology is when we know about God from someone else, like right now you hear from me, right? We read in the Bible, we look at uh, scriptures, we have so many resources, books and icons and services and whatnot. All of these are very important, but the point they're making is they're pointing to us towards the living water, towards God, and God is everywhere filling all things. So It's already inside of us. So how do we access the living water inside? How do we think about that? And how do we, what does that mean? Right? So that's what I will unpack today. And you'll see because it's so connected to our experience as human beings, and especially as Christians, and also especially as Christian women, that we are constantly trained, so to speak, in our culture to look outside of ourselves outside of ourselves as God, outside of ourselves for obviously food, water. We need all those things to survive. But even for the deeper fulfillment of our soul, for connection with God, we look outside of ourselves and that gives us problems. Because then if the external conditions are perfect and we get exactly what we need, that's wonderful. But what happens when we don't, where there's drought, so to speak, in the external world? So There is a need, and that is, if there's one message through all my videos and all my trainings and my programs is that, that we want to connect with God, our ultimate reality, on a moment-by-moment basis inside of us, 
So we have those deep, deep roots. So that's what I will unpack today. And if you are regular, welcome back, dear one. I'm really excited that you're here. And if you're new and you don't know me, I'm Dr. Iwana Popa from Team for the Soul. I'm really passionate about humanity in general. And in the same time, want to really equip the saints, as Paul's saying, so that as Christians, we can continue to help others, to support, to nourish, to bring all our vocation, everything we're doing, so that others can also encounter Christ in meaningful ways, not just through words, but through our actions, through our way of being. And I'm especially passionate about Christian women and myrrh-bearing women of our time. So I want to invite you to share this if you are really resonate with the message, share with other Christian professional women and more bearing women of our time so that we can continue to support one another and make this world a better place in Christ towards the kingdom of heaven, which is now. So we take action. So without any further delay, let's dive in. All right. So here is a very common experience. And this was me for a long time, felt constantly like a treadmill. I wanted to grasp the peace that surpasses all understanding. I wanted to experience the living waters that are promised in the Bible. I wanted to really connect with that food that Christ talks about that we don't know. And constantly finding that I get to the peace, I get to my center, to the grounding experience, feeling in Christ. And then a few days later, something happens. It may have been a trigger externally, mind you, maybe at work, maybe someone said something, maybe in the family, but it could be also internal. Maybe some thoughts are coming up or new emotions or old emotions or memories pop up and thoughts that we don't want or emotions that feel unpleasant and you feel like they're from the evil one. How do we fight them? And constantly, either external or internal, in our landscape, there are things that perturb us and can bring us outside of that peace that surpasses our understanding. That has been me for a long time. And trying to stop the triggers or create a reality that keeps us safe, right? Create an environment that is safe or just maneuver all the interactions that we have so we don't get triggered. That, it can take a lifetime. Like, we cannot really predict who's going to be triggering us, what's going to happen, and just building ourselves around avoiding triggers can be quite taxing because it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. And we don't really control other people and the world in general and the events are going to happen. So that in itself can be the purpose for someone's life. But what I've seen is because it's motivated by fear, fear of being triggered, fear of bad thoughts, fear of bad emotions, whatever, that pulls us away from just living in God, in the living waters, in the trust that the roots are deep enough and God is nourishing the roots, so to speak. So as many Christian women's, I've been constantly searching for that peace that surpasses all understanding. And I've done lots of trainings, psychological and spiritual as well, trying to find the mechanism. What does it take from our inner world, from our inner identity, for where I sit in my consciousness, so that 
I can find that peace. So no matter what the wind is around me, what storm is around it, I can be that eye of the storm. So what I've discovered is that in our consciousness, there's three layers. And I've discovered that through psychosynthesis. And they have a really interesting inner model of the world, inner landscape, that we have a lower subconscious. We have things that are in a, seated in our memory for years and decades. And that actually, we know now from psychology, we have a dual processing brain. So that has to do more with our lower brain. And we do hold in our memory, lots of thoughts, lots of emotions, and they really stick with us, so to speak. And they're housed in our lower subconscious. We do have our middle consciousness where we go about our day, day in and day out, you know, food, home, shelter, whatever, relationships. And in the same time, we have the seat of consciousness, right? The I, my awareness. We also have a higher consciousness, which is the repository of our dreams, of our purpose in Christ, of our amazing experience that we have had that are guiding us. And God connects through all our consciousness, not just with one piece. And What's interesting is that now when I looked at different psychological methodologies or different spiritual traditions or spiritual teachings, I can see how they fit through all these layers in such a way to help us integrate so our consciousness and awareness continues to grow bigger and bigger. So this is why I created my programs that have these three layers, foundational layers of working through the life coaching and spiritual care practices to move from releasing different burdens that we have in our lower subconscious from various experiences and losses. That's my one area of hope of my programs. The other piece has to do with renewal, has to do with us regenerating on a daily basis, morning, midday, afternoon, and evening, so that we stay grounded in Christ past our emotions, our thoughts, our reactions, whatever's happening outside of us, so we can experience the deep living waters and really grow our roots into trusting God, because God is there filling all things. And also the third layer being transformation, really accessing our higher self, accessing our higher aspiration that got planted in us, that seeded in us so that we can flourish and bring through our vocation, our highest potential in the world. So the process is layered. Of course, it takes time through my programs. Now, here is an interesting thing. Underneath all this is this promise of the living waters of God, of that food that it's not of this world, that we can actually grow our roots so deeply into God, trusting God that we're not afraid when bad weather comes because our leaves are staying green and we have no worries when there's no rain. You keep on bearing fruit because here is the central piece for today. God is not a distant God. He's intimate. He's close to us from inside out. He's everywhere feeling all things. So he's inside of us as well. And that is beyond what I call, when I say the three-dimensional world, I'm talking about external world that we perceive it through our perceptions, 
our sight, our hearing, our touch, smell, and taste, but also through our inner perceptions, which have to do with being aware of thoughts, being aware of emotions, and being aware of body sensations. To me, those are also part of our earthly vessel, so to speak, but they're not the center of our consciousness. Consciousness is a different function. It's awareness, is the ability to think, who am I when I don't have thoughts? I'm sure you have moments with no thoughts, but you're still there, you're still you. I'm sure you have moments where you have no emotions. Sometimes there are lots of emotions, sometimes it's peace. Well, who are we when we are not engulfed by emotions? It's still the same me, it's still the same you. Who am I without body sensations? Mind you, it could be pleasant or unpleasant. It's still me. It's still you. This awareness is the ability to reflect who am I without my roles, without my past, without my future. And you realize there is a continuous awareness. There's a kind witness inside. And that, as my theology professor at Old Testament said, this is where I and God are already one. We don't know when we begin and when we end. And theologians can dissect, is it, this is how much is me, this is how much is God. Sure, mind you, but who are we? God didn't text us, right, to tell for sure that this is it. So when we go into the inner world and we realize we have this ability to witness that it's a joyful experience, like, wow, here I am, I'm awake, I'm alert. I have a body, God-given body. I have emotions that can fluctuate like waves in the ocean. I have thoughts that flow all the time. And all of a sudden, we realize there's a source inside. There's a source where all our experiencing are flowing. And this source, it's not the actually manifestation of it. The source, the living God, the living water is not my body. It's a reflection. These living waters are not my thoughts. The thoughts are a reflection of the living water. The emotions that come and go like the ocean waves are not the living waters, are a reflection of them. So imagine this flow. Imagine this inner constant flow that is constantly pouring out. And sometimes we wonder, well, if I'm connected with God, how come I can have bad thoughts or bad emotions or terrible body sensations? Here's the thing. The living waters already have inside the mechanism for healing. God does not leave us orphans. One thing that I've learned in medicine is that no matter what happens in the body, there is a process to heal. Mind you, sometimes the healing is blocked, right? And we need to remove the blocks. That happens all the time, not just with the body, but with emotions and thoughts. But the fundamental truth is that the living waters are constantly seeking healing, constantly bringing God's thoughts, God's experience in states of being healthy and balanced. And that inner awareness of the living waters, no matter what happens around us, no matter what happens inside of us, it brings us to this awareness that we are born for eternity, no matter how defective sometimes our body is or our thoughts or emotions, there's something else. And that's what I want us to be aware of 
on a daily basis that past our thoughts, past our emotions, past our body sensation and ailments and whatever else is happening, past our external experiences, the good news really are represented by this awareness that we're more than that. And all we need to just step back and be aware and realizing this. Now, easier said than done. But this is an important seed. So I want you to ponder on this first. And if you feel so inspired, write this down and really get inspired by it every day that this awareness, there were more than that. And there is something working for us inside of us that it's God through our soul, through our spirit, however you call it. One of the mistakes that I've seen sometimes in mindfulness trainings and and other religion is that there is not an intimate relationship with God. And God is experiencing his infinite awareness and there's this connection with everyone. I love it. That's great. But it's missing an important piece. God loves us back and we can be in this intimate personal relationship with him. That's why the good news of Christ is so important, that Christ is not just God, it's also human. And God is not just a human, he's also God. This duality, there's no one else in this world that has this claim. And this is an important claim for us as Christians to remember and be grounded that it's in our incarnation that we can experience our spirit, our soul, and our body, our emotions and thoughts in such a unified way and that God loves us back and we can love God. And there's a loving, intimate relationship. Nowhere else I found this message. So for today's message, write this verse and see if you can find some other verses that are pointing to this reality that God is inside and we can connect with the living waters forever. So we don't worry about drought. We don't worry about what's happening around us. And we can witness our thoughts, our emotions, our our body sensation, our experiences, no matter what happens. We, we don't know how life will unfold. No one knows, really. And the other message that I have for today is to really find a trusted professional and mentor that is skillful in both psychological and spiritual growth that can help you and guide you through this process. Because growing psychologically and spiritually, we're going to encounter alone lots of, we're going to have lots of loops in terms of thoughts, in emotions. We're going to get stuck in stories. It's natural because that's how we've been conditioned and trained. But my encouragement is to find someone that you trust so that it can help you like in a mirror, skillfully get to the bottom of this for you so that you don't get caught up in all those stories and all conditionings and myths and whatever and can really navigate your emotions and thoughts and body sensations and the world to help you empower what are the things that you can actually do change because we do have lots of ways that we can co-create with God. So whatever that person is, go for it. If you trust that person and if you're interested in working with me, I want to share that I do have for a while, I don't know for how long, I do have a scholarship for my Heart in Christ program that it's a one-year program where I bridge those three elements, the moving from 
grief to hope, which is an educational process moving you past the losses, and in the same time, how to regenerate and renew and experience the living waters on a daily basis, not just on Sunday or just in the moments where all the external conditions are perfect, but all, especially when there's drought. And the third element of moving towards higher potential and getting to know on a deeper level the different ways how our mind operates and independent of that you might like my program or not that doesn't matter to me what matters is that you get some support and continue to grow because you have a lot to offer in this world and i want to encourage you to continue to draw and grow roots in christ in such a way that you can have access to the living waters every moment of the day. And I know that's possible. So with that, I thank you for all you do. And I'm going to bring one more reason for wanting to work with someone that you actually trust. And that's what I did as well to go through this, is we form a trinity when we are in a connection with someone that can guide us psychologically and spiritually, we really form a trinity. And with the other person that believes in God and you believing in God, then God is at the center. So the point is not that you will get other person's ideas so much as you'll be able to discern and allow God to work through you and through your mentor or guide. So with that, I'm going to end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Glory to your God, glory to you. Thank you so much for revealing through Christ that there is a living water inside of us, that there is nourishment that we do not know that is inside of us. Like Christ really showed us that we can have roots so deep in you to trust you so much that no matter what the drought is, no matter what the external conditions, and I want to extend this to also our inner world, no matter what our health is or our emotions or thoughts are, we can draw through our awareness, through our soul, our spirit, your living waters, your energies, your thoughts, which are higher than our thoughts, they can guide us in such a way to continue Continue for us to flourish because you want us to grow. You said that it is your good pleasure that we inherit the kingdom of heaven. May you continue to bless the listener. May you continue to protect her and her family and her community. And may you continue to be inspired, not to be afraid, but keep her eyes focused on you, God, and on the living waters. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for all you do. And until next time, I say goodbye for now.